Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IoT for All podcast. I'm Ryan Chacon, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about industrial metaverse trends, as well as why 70% of edge initiatives fail and what can be done to increase the likelihood of success on that front. With me today is Ganesh Sivaraman, the director of products and Omniverse Digital Twins at NVIDIA, a pioneer in accelerated computing and now are a full stack computing company with data center scale offerings that are really focused on reshaping the industry. Prior to jumping into this conversation, please subscribe to the channel if you've not done so already hit that bell icon to get the latest episodes as soon as they are out and give this video a thumbs up and we truly appreciate it but other than that on to the episode welcome Ganesh to the IoT for All podcast thanks for being here this week thank you so much good to be here yeah it's great to have you excited about this conversation um, and I wanted to kick this off by having you give a quick introduction about yourself and the company to our audience that's great so thank you for having me Ryan so my name is Ganesh Raman um, I've been in the in the tech industry for 20 plus years, um, from ranging from like mobile telecom background all the way to uh, doing my own startup, and then uh, most recently before joining Nvidia, was uh, focused on building IoT infrastructures into the into the lighting uh, LED lighting market and rolling that out as like indoor location services and asset tracking right. services to some of the big box retailers. I, I recently joined. Um, NVIDIA, just uh, a little under a year. And my role here is primarily to be part of the Omniverse uh, platform, which we'll go into a little bit more. And NVIDIA, as people know, uh, has been around for, uh, you know, since the 90s, and they've been very well known for everything that they do with gaming and GPUs in general. Right. And over the years, right. uh, NVIDIA has transformed itself to becoming, of course, a very AI, uh, centric company. It has a lot of different products and tools uh, that powers uh, modern AI today. And then, uh, and most recently, they have essentially kind of expanded that you know AI and GPU capability to start building uh, virtual worlds and industrial metaverses and etc. So that's what Omniverse is all about. And I'm part of the Omniverse uh, product team focused on the digital twin sides and the IoT side. Fantastic. Talk us through, um, just to give a little bit more context to our audience, more of kind of the use case and applications as it relates to the IoT space that you, that, uh, um, that you all kind of play in or how it kind of connects to the IoT space, the things you're doing directly in that, in that realm, just so our audience has some context. Because as you mentioned, NVIDIA is very well known for a lot of things, um, but I'm not sure our audience is as familiar with what you're doing as it relates to the IoT space. So maybe talking a little bit more in around deployments or applications or kind of the things you're bringing, bringing kind of to that industry. So... Um... I think we need to kind of break that into the, into two parts as as sure. media and then also from a from an omniverse uh, lens perspective. So let me kind of take the the NVIDIA perspective of things and how that relates to IoT, and then I'll touch upon that how omniverse and IoT kind of fit together as well. So if you look at um, NVIDIA in general, because of all the compute capabilities that it has been bringing to the table for the last several years. Uh, one of the key areas that NVIDIA has been actively playing and continues to play is in the whole edge device uh, side of things when it comes to uh, IoT. Uh, and as we all know from the IoT landscape, uh, edge uh, gateways and edge devices play a very important role in bridging the OT-IT gap, the operational technologies and the information technologies. And with uh, great advancements that's happening on the AI side, a lot of these inferences and um, models that are required to make certain decisions are now happening more and more at the edge. 
So NVIDIA has been actually being very active uh, in the IoT space through the uh, tools and the chipsets that they've been providing to make that uh, edge compute uh, possible for several different use cases. And if you look at it from an Omniverse perspective, which is the other side of things that NVIDIA is involved in, is that Omniverse is a platform primarily, and it is mainly used for building large-scale virtual worlds. Okay. When we're talking about virtual worlds, it's basically nothing but metaverse, uh, an industrial metaverse or whatever different applications of virtual worlds that the customers want to build, they come to Omniverse to build that virtual world. Hmm. Um, one of the things that Omniverse has, has started to resonate well with a lot of customers is how do I create these digital twin, which is you know an exact identical replica of my physical world. And the physical right. world could be anything. You can imagine as, as a factory, as a warehouse, as a data center that is either yet to be uh, designed and deployed or that is already deployed. So you can think about it in two different ways. So Omniverse actually allows for customers to create those virtual worlds. Now, when you're creating a virtual world, um, the other side of the virtual world is the physical world, which means that there are equipments, machines, systems, whatever that is operating has to essentially be plugged into the virtual world. That's where IoT comes in. So how do you bring in those physical, continuous, real-world data streams, IoT data streams from the physical world and connect that to the virtual world. So both of them, the the virtual and the physical, are living in perfect harmony. That's that's how the IoT plays from an NVIDIA perspective on both sides of things. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I was actually at somebody on recently who was talking a lot more about, obviously, digital twins tied into this, but we were talking about kind of simulation and being able to run simulations early on um, in, in kind of setting up kind of that digital world presence prior to any type of physical elements coming into it. But it sounds like this is actually bringing in physical elements as well on top of it from a data stream standpoint. Is that kind of accurate? That's correct. But um, you can, so that actually is a a good way to break down um, the reasons why we need IoT data streams uh, Mm. into any applications that is related to a uh, metaverse or creating this industrial metaverse. So okay. you could think about it in in one or two different ways. One is I'm actually interested in simulating the world exactly as you said. So I have not necessarily built anything yet, or I've already built something, but I want to actually run scenarios, uh, different scenarios, or simulate them before I make any changes or optimizations to my processes or to my factory or to my warehouse. So th- things are already running and, and producing whatever it's producing, but we want to simulate and see what more further efficiencies of gain we can get mm-hmm. without actually making any changes to the physical uh, factory or a physical warehouse because you have to stop it. Uh, there's a lot of stoppage loss, and, and so okay. you cannot really make those decisions that, that uh, easily when you're dealing with a physical world. So that's where the simulation comes in. So when you're doing simulations, one of the things that you want to know, the baseline, what is happening to my physical world as is. So that's where the IoT comes in. But then the other aspect is uh, just continuous monitoring and control. So so it's not just simulation, but with people actually building their 3D worlds uh, using Omniverse, um, they're trying to actually bring a, sim- a simple single way to have a single pane of glass view. So I want to overlay the 2D data sets. The 2D could be data sets coming from an IoT sensors or IoT systems, but also I want to overlay whatever enterprise data and applications and spec sheets, data sheets, whatever that is of an equipment, and I want to interact with that. So you bring in 
the non-3D and the 3D all in a single pane of glass and create that context for continuous monitoring and control as well. So it's simulation right. and control, monitoring okay. and control. Fantastic. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And now if we're talking about kind of, you mentioned the metaverse and uh, kind of the industrial metaverse, what are some of the trends that you're seeing when it comes to the industrial metaverse? Okay, if we're talking about, let's say, a macro level kind of thing, what, what are some of those trends that you're seeing as it becomes more and more of a, not just a hot, but also a relevant topic as it connects to IoT as well? Yeah, so I think um, the, the term... Um, Metaverse uh, kind of became really popular with you know Facebook changing its name to Meta right. and, and right. a tremendous right. amount of uh, right. drive that came in. But that's more focused on the consumer side of things. So what yep. Nvidia and what we are doing in Omniverse um, is more towards the the industrial. But of course, Omniverse being a platform, it can be used for other applications as well. But I think one of the biggest um, uh, trend and the drive that people are seeing is how uh, automation efficiencies, uh, operational efficiencies and automations can be gained by building virtual worlds uh, mm-hmm. of whatever processes that people are trying to imagine. So if there is a brand new factory that someone is considering, uh, especially with the EV phenomenon that's going around, a lot of uh, battery companies are coming up. So if you're building a massive, uh, say, a battery factory, you probably want to do that first in, in a metaverse. Uh, go through that whole design, iteration, testing process. And then once you have that blueprint saying that, you're, yes, everything, you know, people, process, factory, equipments, everything is as as expected, then you go ahead and build it. So the room for error, uh, room for last minute surprises dramatically reduces. So essentially you're gaining uh, operational efficiencies uh, and then also leveraging massive amounts of automations that's going to come through AI. So Omniverse also enables, you know, all of that when you're building virtual worlds and taking all, uh, taking into account all these latest and the greatest technology stack that we are providing. So, uh, and we are still just in the in the first innings of all of this, um, and and we are really seeing a tremendous amount of interest from some of our major customers. And what is it when we talk about interest from your customers, what is it that they're most looking to kind of have you help them do? Obviously, the, the efficiency side and there's different kind of elements there. But just like from an application side, what, what is the big where is the big demand right now in these early innings, as you say? Uh, and where do you kind of see this kind of growing into? So it's I think it's the it's the whole notion of building like a virtual factory or okay. a virtual facility. So you want to basically design all of that and you know, bring maximum amount of uh, efficiencies uh, in that planning phase. Um, and then one of the things that Omniverse does really well is allowing for collaborations uh, between uh, all facets of your uh, your, your building process. You know, you have people working in different tools and applications and Omniverse actually brings all of that through USD, uh, independent of whatever applications you're using, whatever formats you're using, it brings collaboration capabilities as well. So when you take all that into account, um, you know, planning, planning phases and efficiencies plays a, plays a key role for yeah. customers to start adopting Omniverse. Yeah, now it sounds like a fantastic kind of just evolution of everything we've been talking about over the last, at least personally with me, over the last number of years. When we talked about digital twins more on kind of replicating the physical devices, but now we're talking about the actual full environment and being able to bring that to life to put, to help with decision making, especially earlier on in the deployment process, which I know is one of the big challenges in this space is that a lot of IoT initiatives uh, really, they fail. They, they don't, you know, they, they fail 
once they kind of get deployed um, in the pilot stage very often. And there's a lot of work that could be done earlier on or done maybe throughout, which it sounds like the the Omniverse and uh, as you know, we're talking about the metaverse as well, could help prevent or at least make better decisions around. Um, from your perspective, what are the reasons that a lot of those initiatives are failing? Because um, obviously I'm sure a lot of that drove Omniverse being created. So when you're talking about failing, I think I think you're more talking about in general um, IoT uh, deployments, or are you talking about specifically um, metaverse or digital twin initiatives? Which one? Which one are you referencing? Yeah, it, it more so the IoT initiatives and deployments. Yeah. So you know, edge yeah. initiatives, things that are being deployed physically. Correct. There's yeah. there's a reason that they are failing and there's this virtual side of it you know the metaverse which you know i was talking the omniverse the um simulation all these different things that are being created and launched now i think help avoid or or kind of increase likelihood of success i guess i should say so i always wanted to get your thoughts on kind of why you think a lot of these initiatives are failing and how companies really can be approaching it to increase the likelihood that they don't fail yeah so when we talk about iot initiatives in general failing um it's essentially the the fragmented uh, landscape that that IoT is. It's basically a multi-vendor, okay. multi-protocol, right. Right. multi-system um, initiatives. Typically, that the customers and customers end up end up buying. Um, and when we talk about um, any uh, you know modern applications or the next generations of applications like like Omniverse or anything right. that the customers want to embrace. Um, the edge device and whatever they are doing at the shop floor level or the local site level becomes very, very important and critical. And if you have uh, a massively large global company that has multi-sites that is spread across different regions and countries and has multi-vendor, multi-protocol, you mm-hmm. just you just made that problem much, much bigger. Uh, sure. So how do you solve that? And that's one of the reasons why uh, a lot of customers, when they start with an IoT initiative, they start with a very small local site, one vendor, one system, and they try to see that whether it works. And in most cases, it does. But when they try to go from there to a global scale and say that let's implement this, that's where they find a lot of challenges. And the, re- the reason why those challenges are because uh, IoT in general is very, very high data intensive. It's it's like small it's um, it's high frequency, low uh, low volume. I wouldn't say right. low volume, but it's basically you know it, it's a it's not a massively. It's we're not talking about streaming videos. It's a it's a small amounts of data, but it's at a high frequency. But you're sure. bringing that data from so many different systems, so you need to have a good way to aggregate, and that's where the edge devices that that Nvidia is building is trying to solve for those problems, where you know you can bring bring data from wherever you want in whatever uh, protocols or however you're aggregating it. But then we are essentially making sure that some of these uh, you know, uh, fragmented approach that typically happens today on the edge devices can be addressed. Um, and we are helping helping that by directly making those edge devices um, connect uh, over USD and essentially bring that data sets from the edge into Omniverse directly natively into USD. So these are some things that we're trying to address as okay. as future items, which will make a creation of digital twin a lot more easy for our customers. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I was going to ask you kind of as, as it relates to a lot of these companies now have access to a lot more data than they had before. You know, they adopt IoT in some way or just in general, the ability to bring in new data, but they're struggling to 
drive intelligence from it, insights from it. Um, there's lots of different sources. There's, you know, and there's a difficulty in, in aggregating that content. And it sounds like you all have a lot, or you're taking that as a pretty big initiative to help companies solve. When you talk with companies and work with them, what, what other challenges, maybe even as it relates to what we were just talking about, do you see a lot of companies have with that influx or access to new data that they maybe did not have before? Um, they, the, most of the data are typically, uh, siloed, uh, okay. because, you know, remember we are talking, t- uh, to, to an industry that has been around for decades and yep. some of these companies have already started to embark on digital transformation, uh, maybe a decade or a decade and a half ago. And that's how they started to embrace IOT and wanted to bring all of the smartness and connected systems so that they can bridge that OTIT. Uh, most of the, most of the times, all of these systems were, very local, very site level centric, and they were not all connected and talking at a global level. And IoT started to started to change all of that. Um, and it started to kind of break down some of those silos and the whole fragmented multi-vendor, multi-protocol, some of that was actually breaking down. Um, but with, 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 a, with a goal that, that, a, that a company has that everything actually will be first built in the virtual world and then will be built in the physical world, um, these new data sets that they are thinking about and imagining is going to just unlock tremendous amount of potentials. And that that ultimately drives automation and operational right. efficiencies. Um, so um, it definitely is the, the whole move to an industrial metaverse is essentially helping uh, customers tap into their existing investments that they've done for IoT uh, initiatives as part of the digital transformation. And yeah. it actually tries to build that ramp from their IoT initiatives into building digital twins and omniverse. So it's, it's a good thing because yeah, they don't sure. have to reinvent the wheel. They can just right. leverage their existing investments in infrastructure. One thing I wanted to ask you just kind of came up as you were answering that question is what has been the reception or what has this reception been like for the companies that you talk to in more in the industrial sector? And the reason I ask is because a lot of the companies I've spoken with recently have mentioned that the industrial sector companies that work in manufacturing and factories has kind of been sometimes they run into big challenges in getting them to adopt new technologies and i'm just curious when we're talking about omniverse and and things like you know talking about the metaverse at a high level that's a new kind of world for them to even kind of wrap their head around so how how are you kind of seeing the companies that you all work with or talk to like adopt this new technology and kind of where do you see this this going as we kind of expand out through the rest of this year into the future because it's going to only become more and more of a of a widely adopted thing and something that provides more and more value to the industry so i think um every industry um whether it's data centers whether it is logistics and transportations whether it is even smart city whether it's even telecom sure. uh, whether it's even space or deep science uh, and we just talked about industrial, but I'm just trying to expand that. So every vertical in industry that you can imagine um, is essentially going to start building things first in the in the virtual world. Yeah. Um, and it is something that that most of the industry, if not all, have been already doing that with their 3D modeling, with CAD drawings and other mechanical drawings and designs. They, they have sure. been already doing that. That's that's sure. the way where architects build a building and how right. mechanical engineers actually build and design any kind of systems and equipments. That has been already happening. So that's not a consumer behavioral change. It's a must have. That's the only way where yep. things get actually built. 
what what industrial meta, what metaverse in general not industrial metaverse metaverse in general is actually helping is bringing all of that skill sets through different ways and applications and 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 standards that already exist into omniverse and they don't have to make any changes through that we bring all of that content in whatever way they're designing today mm-hmm. and then creating it as a single platform to collaborate and now when you're actually designing everything off omniverse as a, as a, as a baseline you can add several different other capabilities that omniverse brings natively for example you can add a physics engine um, you can add materials uh, so I can actually know that this is plastic versus a metal. And of right. course, the, the physics behind a plastic and a metal different, different uh, changes dramatically. So you can do a whole lot of stuff when you are bringing uh, capabilities to build virtual worlds that are photorealistic, full fidelity visualization and identical replica of the physical world. And then you start applying uh, AI techniques and yeah. and you do simulations, which is exactly how a real world will behave. You're actually simulating it. It's not animation, it's simulation. You're simulating it in the virtual world. So you basically build a blueprint even before you actually go break ground. Um, And that actually is extremely exciting for a lot of customers. And that's why they've tried and tested uh, different things that omniverse can uh, can provide and and they believe that there is a tremendous amount of potential to go that way so that's where that's where i think you know in the coming months and i, I know at gtc there's a lot of different things that's going to be shared and and in the coming months and the coming years you will see uh, metaverse in general and how omniverse is actually participating in that and one of the things you mentioned one of the big values initially was talking about how you can kind of plug in that real world data into the omniverse um solution is that required or can this it sounds like it can this can all be done kind of prior to any actually physical deployment but you kind of set up the environment to replicate the real world prior to potentially any new technology or deployments going on is that kind of is that the case uh, it could be seen both ways so okay. you could see a brown field as well as a green field so okay. when i talk about uh you know, designing everything from scratch first in the in the virtual world, and you and and the customer is basically thinking about building a brand new factory or a brand new warehouse or something that doesn't exist sure. yet. That's the, that's your greenfield right. um, side of the business. But then you can also do the same thing for your brownfield, your existing business that is running and operating today. You can bring that and build that as well into uh, into Omniverse and creating an industrial metaverse. It's it's yeah. it's for both those worlds, uh, but the key the key here is that you actually have a replica of whatever that world physical world is in right. the, in the metaverse, and now you're using Omniverse to simulate it. That's why I said it's you can think about it monitor and control and simulation. And monitor and control falls into things that you have here and now, and I want to know what's happening uh, live, and you're bringing yeah. all of that data through IoT into uh, into Omniverse. Great. Now this has been this is super exciting stuff to kind of learn more about. We've had a couple of guests on talk about the metaverse and its applications in the IoT space, but never to this extent um, sure. to really break down exactly what a, what a yeah what a product can actually do. Uh, we talk about digital twins all the time, but this is kind of taking this all to a whole new level um, on what you can actually create virtually prior to or throughout the deployment of any kind of new Correct. solution or initiative, right? Um, and it's going to be something that I imagine saves lots of time, energy, mistakes being made, costs, things Correct. like that, being able to 
handled this all through software as opposed to the physical deployment of the hardware, which is obviously where a lot of the costs come in. And the mistakes are often amplified because of, of what has to go into fixing them. So, um, so I, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of talk about Thank this a lot. Was, this is, this yeah. is awesome. Um, for our audience who wants to learn more about this topic, learn more about the Omniverse, learn more about what you all are doing, just maybe follow up with anything uh, connected to this conversation. What's the best way sure. they can do that? So I think, uh, you know, you can, of course, go to our NVIDIA's uh, Omniverse website. Um, uh, and a lot of wealth of information uh, is already available. T- tremendous amount of easy getting, getting started applications. You can even download uh, Omniverse uh, to your uh, Windows workstation and, and get started that way. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, I highly encourage our GTC that's coming up um, uh, this month. And you can essentially tune in. Uh, there are several different tracks, uh, both technical and non-technical. Um, and some major announcements are planning are being planned, uh, which is going to happen next week. So stay tuned for that as well. Fantastic. Well, really appreciate your time again. Thank you so much for, for coming on and talking to our audience about this. Very exciting stuff to kind of follow along and see how it's going to continue to impact the industry. So thank you again for your time. Thank you so much, Ryan. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week on the IoT for All podcast on the IoT for All Media Network. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave us a rating or review and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Also, if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please drop us a note at ryan at iotforall.com and we'll do everything we can to get them as a featured guest. Other than that, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.